0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com It's only a kick A jump A block It's only a serve It's only a tackle A run It's only for the fans After all, it's only pressure. You got this Adidas This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2250. Who Actually Knows What They're Talking About? By Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. And on Fridays, I answer your questions. Remember, you can send in a question at oldpodcast.com slash ask or just send an email to health at oldpodcast.com. And if you do that, we'll send you a copy of our 216-page hardcover workbook, even shipped to your house totally free if you're in the US. Again, just email your question to health at oldpodcast.com. Now, it is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you, or sometimes the quote I share has to do with today's topic. And I think today's quote, more so than being inspiration, is actually perfect for what we're about to talk about today. So here we go. Quote, we are always comparing our insides to other people's outsides. Anonymous. All right, and with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Who Actually Knows What They're Talking About? by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Today, we discuss a common mistake that virtually everyone makes when assessing fitness. Be forewarned, today is a big topic. You may wanna grab a cup of joe. So again, here, we're gonna discuss a common mistake that virtually everyone makes when assessing fitness. We judge the source of fitness information by their physique, not by their actual expertise. This is perfectly normal, but nonetheless, it can lead us astray. Let me unpack how this happens and offer some frameworks for combating this thinking error. First, let me admit, over the years, I too have benefited from this bias. True, I may not look like a bodybuilder. With an unusually small rib cage for my height and gender, my career as a bodybuilder was doomed before it began. Alas, the size of one's torso is a meaningful constraint on max strength for most full-body lifts and upper-body muscle mass but I also know it's genetically easier for me than most to stay pretty lean. And for better or worse, having abs well into my 40s is a marker that matters to most people vetting fitness resources. Now, is my physique a function of working my butt off? Of applying and refining years of training and study? Of two decades and counting of consistency and discipline? You betcha. But there's no discounting some genetic advantages. Furthermore, I'm a skilled speaker and a decent writer. Admittedly, a certain percentage of people are turned off by my word choices, polish, and quote-unquote, vibe. But on the whole, this has been another net positive in building credibility. With those damaging admissions aside, let me assure you, I actually do know my stuff, I swear. I've been studying fitness for over two decades. I've read dozens of books on training. And I have a talent for remembering what I read and synthesizing it into action. I've attended more conferences and certifications than I can remember. I've been a client of some of the best coaches in the business. In my role at Mark Fisher Fitness, I've overseen the programs of literally thousands of people who consistently get great results. Finally, the best way to learn is to teach, and my job requires me to constantly distill best practices in a digestible format. But setting that aside, would I be less credible if I had different genetics and poorer personal physique results? To most people, yes. Would I be more credible if I had different genetics and better personal physique results? To most people, again, yes. Would I be even more credible if I had different genetics and took a modest amount of steroids and had even better personal physique results? Again, to most people, yes. Unless you're rolling your eyes at steroids and assuming they automatically create Hulking behemoths, consider this. A not so well kept secret of Hollywood in the fitness industry is widespread, modest use of steroids that merely replicates world class genetics. To be clear, I'm not making any of this wrong. This is human nature. We all have brains wired this way. If someone looks the part, we're more likely to listen to what they have to say. I'm just naming these phenomena so we can be critical thinkers together. So when you see a post on Instagram, or TikTok, or you see a book in the bookstore, or you see someone on a talk show, how do you determine that they're credible? It's not easy. In general, elite practitioners develop frameworks and systems by spending years integrating research, usually via proxy networks, most practitioners don't do actual research, identifying industry-wide consensus on best practices by studying industry leaders, and experimenting in the real world with real humans and adjusting based on results. But real talk? This is hard to gauge at a glance. And with the rise of social media, we now have an entire class of influencers who do not pass go, do not collect $200, and go directly to internet-based fame based on the genetics of their abs or bottom or chest or waist circumference. And because they look the part, they will always be more immediately and intuitively compelling than an expert with poor genetics. This is further exacerbated if said expert with poor genetics is over 40. In spite of a longer track record and more experience, the physique delta widens between the influencer class and the individual with the track record. And all of this is to say nothing of sexism, racism, or any other prejudice that consciously or unconsciously influences our preconceptions of what a fitness expert should look like. So how do we know who actually knows what they're talking about? Well testimonials seem like they could help but even here if there's a large enough sample size you'll find many clients with underutilized genetic gifts who see great results going from not doing much to doing something still pretty subpar. These individuals achieve success in spite of the flawed fitness methodology but they become even more visual proof that a given expert knows what they're doing. So what do we do? Well, if you're looking to hire someone, I have a whole article laying out how to choose a gym or trainer, so start there. When assessing experts in general, having advanced degrees in the field doesn't always translate to true expertise, but it's still the most meaningful signal that this individual has taken their craft seriously enough to spend years of their life and tens of thousands of dollars. So that's not a bad first step. And full disclosure this is a marker I personally cannot claim unless you count a bachelors of fine arts in musical theater, which alas, I don't. Another good sign. They say it depends a lot. While successful experts know that marketing requires selective assertiveness, in practice, the answers to any question always require nuance and lots of context. Stated inversely, blanket statements that begin with always and never warrant a pause. Most experts develop a lot of humility around the ocean of things we don't yet know and the many variables of an individual's situation. Here's one more consideration. What incentives does this individual have? If a given expert or social media influencer is sponsored by a brand or can make money off a claim, it warrants a pause to appreciate what role this might be playing. There's nothing wrong with making your living in fitness, but incentives can make things weird. So, it's prudent to factor this in when considering an expert and their recommendations. This is a big topic, in part because it gets to the heart of many of the challenges we're currently having as a society. The proliferation of easy info everywhere and always has not democratized access to good information. It's made it harder to avoid misinformation. As George Bernard Shaw pessimistically said, quote, all professions are conspiracies against the lady. End quote. This is a bit cynical, but there's obviously some truth in here, and this challenge predates the interwebs. My hope is this post prompts you to think critically about the fitness information you consume so you can make even better decisions for your personal goals. You just listened to the post titled, Who Actually Knows What They're Talking About? by Mark Fisher of markfisherfitness.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. All right, so after hearing that post, you might be feeling a bit lost. Like, okay, great. So who am I supposed to trust now? Well, as today's author, Mark, said, a good start is to find someone with credentials, like a degree or a certification related to what they claim to be an expert in. Then, ask about their experience. How long have they been working with real people applying their expertise? Ask if they have references from people that you can contact. Is this starting to sound like you're a hiring manager? Good, that's the point. Think about it. You'll be paying this person your hard-earned money. You'll be working with them. That means they're kind of like your employee, right? So yeah, go through the same steps as if you were hiring this person for a job at your mythical company. If everything checks out at this point, agree on a price and go through some sessions with them. See if your personalities click. Here's one way to know. Do they spend most of the time during your sessions talking about themselves or asking about you? They should be focusing their attention on you, asking you questions, checking in with you. That's a sign that they truly have your interests in mind. So as Mark said in today's post, and like the quote I shared with you at the beginning said, go beyond the surface level stuff, like what they look like and focus on the more important things. All right, that should do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week, and I'll see you here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.